Do you ever struggle with your fuzzy brain? I do. Welcome to the Uncluttered Office Podcast. Here I share what I've learned from my struggles with chemo brain and executive functioning disorder. I'm your host, Katherine Avery. I'm a former Wall Streeter, now entrepreneur, with 20 years of experience in business and office design. I'm a badass cancer survivor and thriver, mom of a teen, a wife, and a lifelong learner. I've discovered that whether we lose our keys, misplace our files, or constantly forget important appointments, we can learn to be more productive. We can design a work and home life that is simpler, easier, and much more manageable. Listen in and learn how to create a plan to streamline your space and your systems so you can be more focused and organized. Hey everyone, Catherine Wolverine of the Uncluttered Office Podcast and Productivity by Design. I can't believe it. We're on episode 23 today. And I am going to start by telling you a crazy story that just happened to me. So I'm wondering, did you ever read Alexander and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day? It was written in 1987, and so it was after my childhood. By 1987, I was in college. But I clearly must have read it either to my child or other kids. And it all starts up with Alexander waking up with gum in his hair. During the day, his friend bails on him. There's no dessert at lunch. And his mom serves lima beans for dinner. And those are just a few things that happens on his terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day. And as adults, we chuckle at this book and we think, you have all those toys. You're having a bad day. Except I have to tell you, my eyes were opened by psychologist Michael Thompson of The Pressured Child. That's one of the books he wrote. He was at uh, Greensarms Academy as a Coil Scholar presenting to the adults in the room about what it was like a typical day in a school day for our kids. And I have to tell you, <laughs> bottom line, I have no desire to go back to school. I can tell you there was no way I could sit through all those different topics, 45 minutes each, switching from classroom to classroom, making sure I have to remember everything. Thanks, I'll pass. So what does this have to do with adults? Well, some days, days don't go the way we want them to go at all. And sometimes it's not just a day. It could be several days or a few weeks or even months in a row. So on this Friday, after a crazy week, Friday, I needed to be totally focused, have everything going exactly right, as I had a ton to do because I knew I'd be traveling this coming week. So when this drops, I'll be driving back from a um, conference in Newport. So I had a lot to do. I knew I had to do basically two weeks worth of work before I left. And of course, on Friday, I'm presenting at 12 noon to one of my groups and everything hits the fan that morning. It was kind of like, if it could go wrong, it did. For a couple of weeks, I've had an eye infection. I've been dutifully taking my medication, even though it makes my stomach sick. And overnight, my eye got worse. It was all swollen again. There were all kinds of problems. It's actually the eyelid. And I knew I needed to see my doctor. <laughs> it's so funny because when I called the office, I said, I have a meeting at noon. And the soonest I can be there is two. Do you have anything? And she said, yes. And thank God I was able to see a doctor at two after my noon presentation. Now, you can't make this stuff up. At the exact same time, I realized that the non-working Google Chrome issue I had on my laptop all week was going to mean I wouldn't be able to present on my laptop at noon. 
So knowing I have the total tech package at the Geek Squad, I say, what the heck, I'll just call and see if I can make an appointment. Um, but they weren't open till 10. And I looked on their schedule and sure enough, they did have an appointment available at 10. So I said, I'm just going to risk it and I'm going to buzz up there. So I move everything around in my morning and I very dutifully shut down my laptop. And by the way, I shut it down because if you have a Microsoft service, fun tip, if you put it to sleep instead of, simply, of completely shutting it down, you can put it into the sleep of death. Ask me how I know. Because every good lesson I've learned, I've done myself. Anyway, I shut down my laptop. I packed everything up, including the cord. I mean, everything. And I drove up to Best Buy, which is about 25 minutes away. Maybe only 20. Anyway, we get there. And the tech guy tries to boot up my, my computer. And absolutely nothing works. The computer is completely dead. It's a really nice laptop. And it's really my go-to work laptop. And I'm about to go traveling. So this is not a minor deal. This is a major deal. So fortunately, I have a couple other things I need to get at Best Buy. A missing cord, which, you know, now that I bought the new cord, I'm inevitably going to find the old cord. And a couple other things I could do at Best Buy. So we decided we'll just leave the laptop charging for 10, 15 minutes and see if maybe that would make a difference. Well, when we go back and try this again, the laptop is still 100% completely dead. And I got to tell you, I definitely am having a moment of panic because the guy at Best Buy says, I can't fix this for you. You're going to need to go to um, the Microsoft store. And the nearest Microsoft store is 45 minutes away. And there's no way I'm going to be back in time for my presentation. So I get in the car and I call my husband because that's what we do. And I'm all stressed out. And I kind of just throw down all the stuff that's happening in my, you know, no good, horrible, terrible day. And then I hung up the phone. And I just want to say this, you're human. I am imperfectly, perfectly human. And I had a moment. But I had a moment for maybe three minutes. And then I thought, the best thing I could do right now is to stop and take a deep breath, which I did. I sat in the car with my engine running, no music, no nothing. And I sunk into who I am and into my breath. And when I did it, I realized I've got this. My presentation is ready. I have a plan B and C for backup computers. I even have my iPad, worst case scenario. I had emailed the handout to one of my business colleagues just in case there was any issue with me being able to upload the handout. I had had to use the iPad earlier in the week, so I knew it was very, very hard to do that into Zoom when you're in the middle of a meeting. So I'd already pre-emailed it knowing there was a problem and it was all going to be well. No matter what, it was going to work out. Listen, worst case, I wasn't going to be able to present. It was just not the end of the world, right? I want you to know it wasn't easy getting here, getting to the point where I would only flip out for a few minutes and then realize all was well. And I got here because of systems. And I'm going to tell you the lessons I learned from this story because what was amazing was I was so calm and ready to go. I was able to drive home and along the way, stop off at the bank to get some cash and to get gas because I knew I would be traveling over the weekend. There was a time in my life I would have been spinning my wheels, freaking out. And there's no way I would have gotten that stuff done. And by getting that stuff done on the way home, in a way, it took me away from all the drama of what I was dealing with. 
and helped me focus on something else. And sometimes when you take yourself away from the drama and you focus on something else, you're able to come up with better solutions for your original problem. So I didn't even list that as one of my lessons, but it was. So the first lesson is this. When I called Microsoft to make my appointment, I had bought the insurance. I have insurance for my Surface. I didn't have to even worry about what it was going to cost because it was just going to be a deductible. And worst case, I was getting a whole new laptop. So I have the insurance. I have the tech package at Best Buy, Geek Squad. And not only that, I have everything backed up into the cloud. So those are my three sort of insurance packages I have around technology. Now, those of you who know me well know that I think little tiny hamsters run around inside the computer and run the machine. I know that sounds a little ridiculous with all the things I do. This is just not my strength technology. And it's okay to get what you need as sort of an insurance for the areas where you're really not strong. The second thing to learn is this. I had all the work done ahead of time. I'd gotten up very early in the morning. I had the presentation ready and I just put the finishing touches on that morning. So it was all done. So now when it was hitting the fan, I didn't have to worry about, oh my gosh, I haven't even written the presentation yet. It was ready. Make sure when you're going into something super important that you always have a plan B. Frankly, I had a plan B, C, and D, which sounds a little ridiculous and over planning. So at least just have a plan B. See the silver lining in everything. I know you're saying, okay, your computer wasn't working. A whole bunch of other things happened. But here's the thing. If I had not needed Google Chrome to do the presentation, I wouldn't have shut down my computer until I was traveling on Sunday to Newport. At which point I would have opened my computer, which I would need at the conference on Sunday and have absolutely no plan B in place for me. I'd have been in Newport where I don't know where the nearest tech store is and you're at a conference, you don't want to have to leave. So there was a silver lining in all of this. It allowed me to find out about a problem and fix it well before it was a giant problem. And the last is this, and I think it's the most important one. Sometimes you just have to surrender. Anne Lamott, who's one of my all-time favorite authors, and this is one of my all-time favorite quotes from her, she said, and I, I really live by this, almost everything will work again if you unplug it for a few minutes, including you. Now, ironically, in this case for the laptop, I had to plug it in and it ended up, whatever that was, it was just a glitch. When I reopened my laptop about 30 minutes later, it was running. Google Chrome was running. I have no idea what was happening. Ghost in the machine. My hunch is the battery may have died. I can't explain the Google Chrome piece at all. But the fact is, it all went off without a hitch. The presentation went great. I had a really fun time. People got value. It wasn't the end of the world. In a way, I unplugged when I stopped and took that breath. So the unplugging can take only a moment. The other thing I did was this. On Saturday, I had a friend over. And we just hung out for hours, just sitting on the couch, enjoying one another, having a little quiche. I must say, we even had some grapefruit Prosecco cocktails. They were delicious. And we just caught up and chilled out. And yes, I still had a ton to do to get ready to travel. But you have to unplug. You have to take time for yourself. 
And that night, even still, I went with my husband to see the movie, The Current War, which I highly recommend. It's all about the race between Westinghouse, Tesla, and Edison to dominate electricity in the United States. If you're an entrepreneur or a small business person, if you're any person and you're interested in innovation and ingenuity and the art of the deal, it was absolutely fascinating and the acting was fantastic. I strongly recommend The Current War. I do stuff. I don't just work. I unplug and I enjoy. And I think this makes all of us more interesting, creative people. Also, not for nothing, but just for me, I love going to the movies. So here's what I'm going to leave you with. And it was shared um, the other day on my, on, I saw it on my Facebook timeline from my friend Wanda Horton, who is a, a delightful interior designer down in the Carolinas. Brilliant woman. I just adore her. This is what she shared from Seth Godin's blog post. A year from now, will today's emergency even be remembered? Will that thing you're particularly anxious about have been worth the time you put into it? Here's a better question. Still Seth Godin, not me. What could you do today that would matter a year from now? I serve my clients in the world of productivity because I had cancer. And I wanted to be sure that no one else would ever have to completely shut down their business because they didn't have the systems in place and the right environment to succeed at their work and enjoy their lives. Yeah, I get emotional about this. I get emotional about this because I know there's a better way. I know that if you're in an emergency situation, and yes, it's not going to be remembered a year from now, you don't have to go through the drama. You can have systems in place and make it ever so much easier. So if you're ready to do that, if you're ready to be able to answer the question, what could you do today that would matter a year from now? I would love for you to contact me. You can either schedule an appointment on my website, productivitybydesign.com, or you can email me at info at or productivitybydesign1 at gmail.com. And that's one, the number one. I would love to hear from you. I would love to help you with your success. Until next time, I'll see you in the surf. You've been listening to the Uncluttered Office Podcast, available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and www.productivitybydesign.com. I'm your host, Katherine Avery. If you like what you've heard, please share this episode with someone you think needs it. I would love for you to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your reviews make my heart sing and can help even more people find the gifts in their productivity challenges. Thanks for listening and see you next week. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.